When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. There are universal values that should define football. Values such as respect, dignity, trust and courage. When we represent our nation, we aspire to embody these values. As PFA members, we understand the power of collective bargaining and the fundamental rights of all workers to form and join a union. Before players had won these rights, their careers in Australia were characterised by the absence of respect and dignity. It is for these reasons we must speak about the situation in Qatar. So the Socceroos, a whole heap of them have put together a really powerful, um, a powerful video that was released today by uh, Football Australia. Uh, it, it brings together three of the things that... Um, have made Craig Foster who he is in the minds and hearts of so many Australians football, human rights adv- and social advocacy and uh, it's, a, it's a powerful piece in the lead up to the World Cup in Qatar and if, typically these days it's drawn a wild response. Uh, Craig Foster has been good enough to join us to have a chat about it. Hey Craig, uh, thanks for your time what, what was your reaction when you saw the finished product? Well, it wouldn't surprise you that I really love it. I love the fact that the players have had the courage to speak out and do it in a really authentic way. Um, you know, we see very often in sport and certainly in, in our in the beautiful game of football where, you know, athletes are suppressed, you know, they're, they're, they're silenced, um, they're put under immense pressure. And obviously we've seen this across a range of sports in Australia recently and not to speak out on what are fundamentally just really important issues about other humans. Mm. This often is human rights, and is what we're talking about in Qatar. Uh, they have, I would say, not only do they have a right to do so, but they have a, a responsibility. I think it's be- it was beautifully done. Uh, not surprising because they're, they're talking about the PFA, which is a, a fabulous organisation, and, and the leaders there, Bo Bush and Kate Gill, the co-CEOs, have done a, a fabulous job in helping the players come through this really lengthy uh, and deep education process to be in a, a position where they feel comfortable talking about these issues, meeting with a whole range of stakeholders, both in Australia and particularly over in Qatar. They're talking about the migrant experience. Mm-hmm. And of course, as you heard, there is very powerful because they're saying, look, this was our experience as players in, in kind of the, the labor union movement, but also essentially they're saying, Australia, we're all migrant workers. If you're not First Nations, you're a migrant worker. So we should be standing. (laughs) It's true. So we should be standing with these people. So it was beautifully beautifully crafted. It it grounded in their own experience, their own game, their own history of their game. And what was really most powerful, though, and it's really important for everyone listening to understand this, is that they crossed a very important line and they took a step further than most people in certainly in football, aren't willing to do, and I'd say probably all most of sport. They actually took direct action and stood in direct solidarity with the affected groups. Now, what we see from, you know, all, all types of athletes speaking out, whatever they feel comfortable with and the risk they're, they're, 
they're comfortable taking is perfectly fine. It's all valuable. However, what we see at the World Cup, for example, is people going there and not talking about the rainbow or pride mm. uh, symbol, but making up their own symbols with a range of colours. Not talking about human rights of LGBTI community, talking about one love and we all come together. These kind of motherhood you know, mm. value statements that no, don't challenge anyone, don't hold the game accountable and don't, you know, don't really uh, take risk on, on really anyone's behalf. What mm. the Socceroos did is they called the two things which are critically important. A remedy, which means all those affected, particularly the six and a half thousand migrant workers who died, need to be, need to have compensation. That's that's uh, that's uh, you know one of the principles of the human rights policy of FIFA. FIFA are actually bound to be calling for that. They're not, so the players have done it for them. And secondly, they called for um, the decriminalisation of the LGBTI community in mm. Qatar. And that's absolutely fabulous. They didn't say we stand with LGBTI people, we're supporters of LGBTI, uh, any of these uh, vague statements. They said that under the human rights policy of FIFA, um, uh, a criminalisation of the LGBTI fans and broader community is not okay and we're against it and we're calling for that to be abolished mm. and that is in my view wonderful work. Now, hey, Craig Andrew Gaze here and uh, well, I think the other good thing about it too, Hi, uh, it does in, the, in their presentation it does acknowledge some of the advances that Qatar has made in certain areas Hi, as sir. well uh, but do you think there'd be any, was there any risk associated with this in regards to what they have to do on the field when they're over there? Um, you mean security risk or personal risk? Well, yeah, and, and how... Or and you which... mean risk in terms of performance or... Both, all of that. Well, what are the risks? And, and, and oh. would that have been... Would that have well, been... T- Yeah, it's a good question. So, of course, the players would have explored all of those things. And, and it's perfectly normal that all of us have different risk profiles when it comes to talking about these issues. Some people don't like to avoid it. Uh, others you know, feel very comfortable. And then you have the activists who really want to speak out and feel very strongly about it. That, that's totally natural and fine. So the players all have a right to their own decisions. Um, the PFA, as their players' union, um, would have spent a very considerable amount of time uh, you know, a, a researching as to you know, what the conditions are going to be on the ground. FIFA need to ensure that all players are protected. And under the FIFA human rights policy, every player, in fact, everyone in the game, has a right to freedom of speech and particularly to talk about and advocate for human rights. So that's explicit in the policy. And therefore, the players are well within their rights uh, and must be completely safe in Qatar when they go to play. I'm sure there's no problem. Yeah. When you talk about performance, that's really interesting because mm. what I love last week about the Diamonds is that at the moment when they're most being criticised for the fabulous Danielle Wallum, who stood firmly <laughs> on, on principle of anti-racism, yeah. um, at the very time that they were under such significant public pressure, they had one of their best performances from what I could see. Mm. So, you know, the concept that players can't be full human beings, can't talk about others who are being victimised, can't stand up for people, can't stand for human rights and still go and kick a ball, I think is, you know, discredited, I think is old. Today, uh, athletes rightly are demonstrating not just that they understand their responsibility, but they have the capability, they have the, the education, they're prepared to do the work. And when they step forward, very often, not always, but very often, they're doing it in a really authentic, powerful manner. And the impact of this 
statement from the Socceroos is extraordinary. I mean, this mm. has gone right around the world. They've taken leadership here for all other 31 non-Qatari national teams. And, and I think not only Australian football, not only the PFA and former players, Socceroos like myself, but all of Australian sport, in fact, all of Australia should be immensely proud of them. Craig, what do you say mm. to people who say if they're fair income about raising these issues and, and making a statement, don't go, withdraw, withdraw from the World Cup? What, yeah, what do you yeah, say to that? That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. And everyone makes their own decisions, and I'm in the same position. You know, I could boycott. I had a choice, and fans have a choice to boycott. Sponsors have a choice to boycott. All of us, we all have to answer that question, you know, with our own conscience. Yeah. My own personal view is that it's about maximum impact. As you said rightly, the World Cup in Qatar has actually already made quite significant um, uh, reform. Uh, occur in terms of uh, migrant workers' rights, and mm-hmm. that's important. So sport can do that. So there is, it is a test case to say that even you know uh, countries which are you know egregiously abusing human rights, if held to account on human rights, sport by holding these major events, you know it, they can have progress. So that's good. Um, so should athletes boycott? Uh, um, I think there are some circumstances when. Uh, you know, whether it's the we- millions of Uyghurs, mm, you know, and, yeah. and cultural genocide and apartheid and other things. Um, however, sometimes uh, making a statement, going into Qatar and, and protesting mm. and being in the space that there is, is more important. As a broadcaster, for example, rather than boycott, I decided that I would do it for free and donate my feeds to, um, uh, to the families of migrant workers who deceased. But that it's important, this, this month of the World Cup is actually our most important moment to talk about these important issues, about the movement of human rights in sport, about the obligation of FIFA, and to be at the table publicly, to be calling on FIFA to do more, not just for these people, to make sure future tournaments... Uh, you know, that we're going to avoid this situation and in actual fact it can become a catalyst mm. for positive action in every country around the world. Mm. Mate, thanks for coming on. It's always worth hearing yes, your voice. Thanks, we appreciate Craig. your time as always. Thank, thanks, for your, thanks for being available to us. Pleasure. Good on you. Craig Foster. Five, six minutes to five.